Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign. I am Shay, I use they, them pronouns. I am playing Alusha, who uses she, her pronouns, and she is a noble elf. I'm Chris, I play Rill, and we both use he, him pronouns. My name is Moss, I use ze, them pronouns. And I'm playing Ember, who uses they-them pronouns. They are a human paladin of the singing flame. My name is Mel. I use they-them pronouns. I play Trick, who also uses they-them pronouns. Trick is a huge human warrior and Ember's elder sibling. Okay, so last week. Last week you reached the very small kingdom, the pocket kingdom of Pral which is more or less run by the College of Artificers. You were in pursuit of Courier Team 43, who you believed to be well, directly responsible for the death of Terpsichore and the theft of the Dragon's Tribute, although you believe they may also be working for someone. This is the best lead you had. You were turned away from the main college building as this not being something they could help with. But you did find that they had been selling stolen goods. Nothing of particular interest, but you found, you know, a contact there. You staked out that and the coaching inn you were staying at and the road into town. And in the early evening, Trick and Alusha in wolf form saw the dwarven member of the party returning on horseback, apparently from exercising the horse based on her not having very much with her, and tracked her through the city back up to one of the major buildings of the college and came and got the rest of you. So you are just coming up to the gate, a gate in a fence, leading to a very wizard's towery kind of wizard's tower. This is a building that's clearly been designed to say, here be wizards. There is engraved in the stone arch over the gate the words Faculty of Arcana. You can see beyond the gate that there is an area of nicely tended lawn and some formal planting just outside the base of the tower. There are a pair of heavy wooden doors that look very much like the main entrance, one of which is standing open. There are some people milling about. There are lights in various windows. Looking up towards the top of the tower, you can see one of the, the windows near the top is glowing quite brightly in an unearthly shade of flickering blue that looks somewhat reminiscent of the flash of light when the elemental that you fought came out of its stone. What would you like to do? How about we go in that open door? Are we together at this point now? Or Yeah. Yes, you are together at this point. Trick has borrowed one of Rill's spare cloaks, which is only cape length on them, but does make them look slightly more like a bodyguard and less like a, a, a random stranger. You are all armed, I believe. Uh, and I think Alusha is probably elf-shaped. Oh, right. Okay, yes. Yeah, I, th- I, we, I think we used her to track the... The, the other courier, but then I think she changed back into an elf. Or not. I guess it's up to Shay. Yeah, 
but when you got back to the inn where you met up again, Alusha turned elf again. Are you just walking straight in? Unless somebody else has a plan. Yeah, sure. Let's look, let's look like we. Let's, let's look we, like we belong here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Much like with the other major college building that you went into this morning, the entrance door here leads into a small antechamber with a, a heavily built counter on one side and someone in a college uniform sitting on a stool behind it watching people come and go looks like a porter uh, looks up as you come in and says i'm sorry office hours are over oh we're not here for office hours um some one of our friends just walked in and we're trying to talk to them one of your i'm sorry uh, the, the building is closing for the evening you'll have to meet them somewhere else hey is this person just is this person physically in our way no, the, it, it is physically possible for you to just walk through the door on the other side of the antechamber. They, they are behind a counter. Cool. I mean, I see no reason to break my pace. Who even knows if I speak <laughs> oh, half <no>. of <laughs> Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to walk in front of Rill, but I might gently push, push between Rill's shoulder blades. <laughs> okay, good. Great. Trick is hurting me. <laughs> Tr- trick is encouraging you forwards <laughs> all right yeah uh real getting the gist of the like large hand between his shoulder blades is going to sweep forward um and speak it in common because he doesn't fucking know halfling um <laughs> i'm sorry this is urgent business we can't be denied on this count i do apologize <laughs> I, I I can't just let you wander the building looking for your friend, sir. Then you're welcome to come sorry. with us. Can you tell me but... who you are here to see and what this urgent matter is? This is a faculty building. It's not a place for students and their friends to wander around. I imagine at this point we're like, unless, unless he's following us, like, we'd well, be we'll out of... Stopped to talk to him. So yeah, we like yeah. I got you know ah. about even with this this guy, and then you know stopped because he was talking. I thought we were just walking past, and you were talking over your shoulder. Uh, I mean yes to a point, but he did. I mean like he slowed down, but did not stop. So okay, if you are actually like physically continuing, then he's going to say, "Hey, excuse, excuse me, you can't just walk in there." Anyone reacting? Or are you just... I, I mean, he's clearly direct. Can we see, can we see, like, can we see in that, you know, that past area, past the door there? Door's closed. Okay, can I get to it and open it from... Yeah, it's not locked, it's just, like, closed. Okay, alright, I'd like to do that and take a quick look-see, see if we can find the, uh, any of the people we're looking for in there, actually. Uh, you see... The, the door opens into a, a curving, presumably based on it being in a tower, presumably a circular corridor that curves away in front of you to your left and to your right. Uh, you can see a number of doors before it disappears around the curve. Some of them are open. Most of them are shut. Mm. There is a halfling porter behind you who is getting increasingly strident that you cannot, in fact, do this. Okay, all right. In fact, stop. 
Okay, we're gonna Rill's gonna stop. Man, if only we if only we were like if only we were like some people of some sort of profession that had like a really good reason to just go into places and like personally encounter people, like couriers or something. Hey, you're running this show. I really wish we had some sort of alibi. Well, I can't say, hey, we're really, really insistent couriers at this point, can I? Well, no, you can't say that now. <laughs> I was going to say that we were here to see the Dean on important, uh, you know, wizarding matters. Okay. But in character, what are you doing? <laughs> Good question. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In character, we're stopping. Rill is going to go back towards the 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 porter and you know look look uh, uh, appropriately apologetic. He has come out from behind the counter and he's very visibly got his hand on a stick at his belt, like a truncheon. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I thought it was so a now. What are you here for? Who do you want to see, and why should I let you disturb them at this time of the evening? Is it is it particularly late? It's it like is, dusk. Yeah, it's it's like dusk. It's like six p.m., six or seven. So it's not super super late, but it is reasonably speaking past the end of the working day for most uh, people. Right. Okay. Uh. And I suggest whoever you are that you go home and come back in the morning and do this more sensibly. I'm very sorry, but I and my friends here are um, here on behalf of the council in Kemadosh. It's very important that we speak to our friend and the dean. You keep saying your friend. I would like to know which of the faculty you are here to speak with. I mean, there's a question. Does anyone remember the names? Did, did we hear their names? I assume we did, or at least first names, when we were... Uh, doing the interview training thing. Um, yeah, let me look them up. I'm happy to, we, you know, they, they belong to the same guild and you would have had a chance to, to talk to them, so I'm happy to say that you have learned their names. Let me just okay, yeah, look we'll, up their names. We'll list off the, whatever the names happen to be. Okay, so you know that there are humans called Arta and Mateo, there is a dwarf called Oriana, and there is a halfling called Daisy. We're looking for Oriana. The porter kind of blinks. We don't have a Professor Oriana. Look, if this really? is some kind of prank, it's not it, funny. It isn't. We saw her walk in here. She must have passed you. She's about yay high, dwarf. I'm going to say in Elvish, wait, what about her horse? Has a horse? <laughs> Whoever set you up for this, they're not funny either. Does anybody have charm person anywhere in their arsenal? The solution to all problems. I, I've never heard of such a spell. Mm. Um, it would be unethical, and I frankly wouldn't want to hang out with anyone who used it. I assume you're not saying this out loud. Mm. Well, no, because no. it doesn't make any sense for me to say out loud. I, I, have, I have hold person. I switched out charm person because Ooh. Tip Sickery had it, and then I didn't switch it back onto my list. Guys, oh. please. In character actions and words, please. Okay, Otherwise, sorry. I can't tell whether you're saying really stupid things okay. or not. <laughs> sorry, In sorry. Elvish, I'm going to say this is, a waste, this is a waste of time. They're not going to stop us, and we might be, we might be, losing, we might be losing the way. 
but we don't I'm know if she's here. I'm going to respond also in Elvish. I agree. Unless you're going to stop me, I'm just going to go. Wait, hold on. She had a horse. Was okay. So just, she should have clarify what Trick saw. Yeah. Trick saw her on the horse heading, you know, up the street, and this is the closest guess to where she was going. Did not see her physically mm. come in the door. Mm. There are mm. also some small, you know, some little, small, some um, less tall buildings inside this fence. One of which might well be stables. It has that kind of look to it. Um, yeah, good thought. And also, yeah. you then went back to an inn and met up, and then came here. Yeah. So it's not yeah. like she came in here thirty seconds ago. Sure. Right. In that so, case, go back to the stables. Yeah. So back in Huffling, uh, where are the stables? Why should I tell you that? You have come in here, apparently determined to cause disruption. You don't appear to be students. You've not given me any name of who you're looking for. You except for the dean, who I'm far too busy to deal with. Riffraff. We are here. Riffraff. We're it. We're here to apprehend several murderers. Where are the stables? Several blinks. Why didn't you start with that? Well, we don't know. I, I, I kind of look at Rill. Rill has no idea what you're saying because it's in half. Fantastic! I forgot about that. I look at Rill, who doesn't know why I'm looking at him, and shrug, and I say, "It's not my, it's not my department." Now, please, where are the stables? Okay, he's going to go. He's going to walk just around the end of his his counter again. And reach out and ring a bell. Quite a loud, piercing bell. Mm. Like a whole town kind of bell, or like a building kind of bell, or a specific room kind of bell. It, it it's a it's a bell that is in this room, so it's not obviously not designed to carry through the entire building. It doesn't sound magically enhanced, but mm. people in the next few rooms can probably hear it. Like a little okay. desk bell, like ding ding. Yeah, like like a desk bell. Just a fairly loud one. He says, I, I, I can show you the stables if this is a matter of, of, of hue and cry, but I, I would like to know who I am dealing with and what the situation is. This is Courier Team 42. The murderer is a Courier Team, a courier team uh, and the murderer is a Courier Team 43. The murderer is a Courier Team 43. Courier Team. The murderer is a Korea Team 43, it's two humans, a halfling, and a dwarf. They're not exactly inconspicuous. And we have pictures. Uh, Will says, in common. Why, oh, why, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> why, why do you think they're here? They, they, they certainly don't work here. I can tell you that much. We don't I have any the, even of that I saw the dwarf. I saw the dwarf less than an hour ago heading in this direction. I see. Well, she could be someone's so, guest, I suppose. Okay, good. Uh, around this point, someone else in the same uniform um, comes in through the inner door and kind of looks at the first porter expectantly. And he says, ah, good. Uh, can you handle the desk for a minute? I need to show these people uh, around. And they say, yeah, of course. And take over. And he steps expectantly towards the outer door and says, so, the stables, then. I will have switched to common, by the way, once I realise, oh wait, hang on. <laughs> Real has no idea what's being said. <laughs> no, I don't. The general air that you've got from this entire city is it's a little bit French, like most of them speak common, but none of them will default to it. Mm. And then she's like, specifically, 
Right. But like, if you started halfling, then they will stick to halfling. <laughs> they will always make a point of having to switch to common for you. <laughs> but he will. He's he looks quite suspicious of the lot of you, but he will uh, lead you out and around a, a perfectly lovely gravel path with nice little flower beds at the edges, um, just around the edge of of the building where there is indeed a line of stables. It's it's fairly substantial. It can probably hold a dozen horses. Hmm. What are actually quite close quarters because this is the middle of the city. You can see why somebody keeping their horse here would need to take them outside to exercise because there's no yard or anything here. I'd like to say to the porter, look, I'm sorry for not being forthright, but I'd appreciate if you did not share the information that we're looking for murderers too widely. If these people, excuse me, if these people are indeed guests of someone at the college and were hired to steal and murder we do not know who they are associated with and do not want to tip their benefactors off that we're looking for them. I, I don't know who you think I am or who I work for. That's the thing. You don't know. I work for the faculty of this college. It is my responsibility to keep them informed especially about groups of heavily armed strangers who try to barge in. I'm doing this as a favour to you, but there are limits. We just need a little time. So if you're looking for a murderer and they might be staying here at the college, I think that is something they should know. You might be right. Now, you were looking for a horse. We were indeed looking for a horse, sorry about that, And if this is some kind of plot to steal one of them, that will not be acceptable. We have our own horse. We're fine. We're we don't stealing. need any more. I assume that, Trick, you are looking to see if the right horse is here. Yes. Um, how are they kept? Are they kept, like, behind, um, you know, little gates? Yes, they're, in the they pack. are in... It's, this, this looks very like a livery stable. So there's a, there are two parallel rows facing each other of um, stalls. Each of the horses has their own little box with... <laughs> hay and water and and a feed trough against the back wall and then at the front wall then near you they've got these half height doors so the horses can look out and put their heads out yeah but they don't have you know they're not gonna be able to jump out because there just isn't room to get a run up or anything like that i would like to survey the horses please roll me an investigation check for horse identification i'd love to investigate horses Uh, alusha you can also do one of these because you did see the horse uh, that will come to... Yeah. Investigate me, of course. That will come to a 13. Okay. Shay? Uh, so 17 plus... 17 plus 1, 18. Very nice. Okay. Um, it's Alusha who spots the relevant... The, the relevant gelding first. It is... Realistically speaking, not a particularly distinctive horse. It's just that you saw this horse like an hour ago and you are confident that this is and you, you point him out to trick and trick is sort of comes over and looks and goes yeah that's that is the correct horse looks well cared for 
can we find a uh, a hostler or a stable boy or something and, you know, ask about, hey, there was a dwarf, came in on this horse, do you know where they went? You can. Um, the porter is, like, following you close behind and keeping a close watch on everything you're trying. That's, that's fine. Um, but you can find somebody who is engaged in horse care <laughs> and uh, ask her, and she kind of squint up at you and go, yeah, I I know the dwarf. She's staying here, I guess. What about her? We need to find her and her friends. It's quite important. Looks at the porter. A kind of. At this point, I would like someone to roll a persuasion check. We're here with the porter. We're clearly the jet. Yeah, it's more for whether this porter is going to go along with this any further. <laughs> like, oh, sure, like sure, sure. Or not. yeah. Um, I would like to. Uh, go for it. Yes, and I will say, um, please, it really is a matter of life and death. And god darn it, uh, that is a 14. Okay. Mm. Wait, no, sorry, um, 15. I can't math. Okay. Sums are hard. This game really has too many of them. <laughs> Why are we playing this game? Maths is hard. It's a game that a lot of queers play. <laughs> <laughs> sure does have a lot of math. Mm-hmm. Okay, she looks back at you just a little uncertain. And says, well, I don't... <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't pay a lot of attention to the riders. Are you sure you haven't heard them talking about anyone they're staying with? Where they're going? Anything the like dwarf. that? She's the only one who rides it. They've only been here a couple of days. She brought the horse in yesterday. Took it out to ride today. That's all I know. Didn't talk a lot. What time did she take it out today? A few hours ago, mid-afternoon. Would you mind if we sat here and waited for her to come back? What? Do you think she's going to? I mean, it's her horse. I, I think the horse is in for the night, to be honest with you. I don't think she's coming back till tomorrow. I think we're going to have to move faster than that. Mm. It's a solid plan if we can't come up with anything else, but it's just slow. Yeah. If we can't find her tonight, can we come back and wait for her until tomorrow? Another I don't want to, sir. glance at the porter and he says, mm. I'm going to slide both him and the porter a couple of gold. Uh, oh no! Mm. <laughs> Roll another persuasion. So yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so much better. Uh, that's a 25. Damn. Okay. The porter openly hands it back to you and says, this isn't that kind of place. But doesn't otherwise look offended. It's just correcting you on this error. My mistake. Look, if this is... <laughs> this is really above either of us. Pay grades, if we're talking Which about Which is murder. why we wanted to talk to the Dean. But then you said you wanted to come to the stables. Yes, and that's gone cold. So, if you wouldn't mind... The Dean's a very important person. I can't just send you and rampaging is... through the building. This is about murder. So I think it's important enough to bother him. Her. And high treason, if that helps. Who... 
one of the students, one of the faculty who got murdered? One of our couriers. And, and, and do you think it, it was someone from the college was, was responsible? That's an outrageous suggestion. No, we don't think someone from the college was responsible. We think, we we think th- it was the dwarf and her friends, and if the college is hiding them, that would be unfortunate. That's a very serious accusation for you to be making. Yes, well, you're not being terribly helpful, so... <laughs> I hardly think my helpfulness has anything to do with whether someone from this college would be harboring a murderer. The stable hand's kind of backing away from this argument that is... She just doesn't want in this argument. Nobody said that anyone was deliberately harboring this murderer. Um, how are your passive perceptions? Oh, God. He's pretty uh, high. Actually, he's pretty, pretty high. 17. No, mine's 15. 10. Mine's 16. Okay, uh, in which case, Rill and Lucia, you both hear the distant sound of a window opening, like way above your heads. Can we? And a voice floats down. What is all of the noise, please? Can we see the window and the person from here? If you look up, you can see... um, there is a window you can see ahead because it's against the, the sky. You're just seeing a silhouette. But the porter also glances up and says, well, now as you've torn it. Uh, I'm sorry, ma'am. We'll keep it down. And who's that? That is the D. We need to speak to you. It's urgent. Your porter here is denying that we see you, saying you are too busy. <laughs> <laughs> so smooth, we're so good at this. Bureaucracy yields before the mic of shouting. <laughs> I never said Ember was intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> See, I mean, she's got the right idea. They've got okay. the right idea. The voice from above you says, I'll be down momentarily, Jürgen. And then the window shuts. And the porter looks at you with, like, Three feet of blistering fury. It says, Will you come with me, please? <laughs> Leads you back around the building um, to the door you originally entered. Nice to know this bitch's name. <laughs> <laughs> Try to see things from his perspective. <laughs> I think Alicia mutters that under her breath. No. In no. what language? We've already made a mortal enemy of this border. Can we not? In common. Okay, so in a language he speaks. Cool, cool. No. <laughs> yeah, you you can practically see the hackles rising. It's <laughs> marches back into the building. It says, just please wait here. Don't break anything. Say this fence. Um you've only seen one way through the fence so far, right? Yes. Um, how big is this? We're in like an antechamber, is that right? Yes, you're currently in an antechamber. Um, I might slide back so that I can keep an eye out the door. Okay. There are lots of people passing in front of the gate. Um, you're not seeing anyone coming in and out at the moment. Sure, I, I'm just... Unless this, unless this atrium is like enormous. No, 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 no. This, This is... This is reasonably spacious for halflings. With the four of you in it, it's already feeling fairly, not exactly crowded, but cosy. 
Hmm. I would like to um, look at Trick, Alusha, and Rill and just... I hope this doesn't get more heated. Um, but in case it does, I'd like you all to know that I believe in us and that we can accomplish our mission here. And I'm going to cast Aid. So the three of you all have your hit point maximum and current hit points increased for five, increased by five for the next eight hours. Very nice. Very nice. Just preparing to murder professors. No, I'm not preparing to murder professors. I'm preparing preparing to not be murdered by professors. Wait, does this increase our actual max temporarily, or are they just temporary hit points? It increases your actual max for the next oh, eight hours. That's very cool. Aid is great. Aid is wow. so good. I love aid. And it, it levels up with you, too. So, like, in one of my games, we had extra 15 hit points every day. Ooh. Yeah, it's not temp. It increases your maximum and bumps you up to meet your new maximum. Mm-hmm. That is very fancy. Mm-hmm. I love how the the material component is basically a tiny bandage. <laughs> so the, the, the porter who's, who's been showing you around doesn't immediately reclaim his count. He just stands there with his arms crossed, bristling, and standing between you and the door further into the building until after several minutes. That door is opened from the other side, and you see in the doorway, like almost everyone else you've seen around the college, this is a halfling. She's wearing some flowing blue silk robes over an underlayer of a black tunic and black trousers, but her feet are bare. She's got, she, has, she has dark eyes and her hair is drawn up into a very sleek bun. She's wearing a, a gold bracelet on one wrist with these tiny, slightly glowing stones worked into the design. She looks very well dressed and fairly wealthy. And she stands with one hand on the door and says, Are these our friends, Jurgen? Porter says, Yes, ma'am. Sorry to have disturbed you. That's quite all right. It's quite all right. By the sounds of this, this is something serious. Please come on in. We'll, we'll go to one of the visitors' rooms and have a chat. It was me you were here to see, wasn't it? Yes. She will hold the door open for you and kind of just if you to uh, to come through and um I'll say to Real, if you feel quite safe, if you feel quite safe, I'll um I'll stay out here. I wouldn't want to crown you. Well, there's room for everyone. That would be fine. I'm sure there's nothing to worry about. I not. And I just try not to follow. Okay. She, she's not gonna no one's gonna force you to follow. Yeah, I, th I think I'm better off keeping a lookout in case the dwarf is a runner. Mm. Okay, are you staying in the antechamber or are you going outside and waiting in the grounds? Um, I'll, I'll, go out, I'll go outside, I'll chew something, I'll smoke something, yeah. just yeah. near the doorway. <laughs> cool. The rest of you, are you I assume you're following? Yes. Mm -hmm. you, you are led um, a little way around that, that curving ground floor corridor to a room on the on the inner side of the corridor, which is slightly wedge-shaped because it's part of a circle. 
doesn't seem to go all the way to the center. So it's not pointed at the inner side, but it's slightly wedge shaped. It's kitted out with comfortable chairs, but not like armchairs and sofas. This is this is meeting room. Just a nice meeting room. It has a table. It has a nice little hearth with not currently hung over the fire, but it does have a little kettle on a hook that could be put over the fire. Um, most of the chairs are halfling sized, but there are enough pieces of furniture for larger people for you to all to find a seat if you would like to. And the Dean herself settles into what's quite a high chair so that she can see over this larger sized table and says, my name is Professor Renard. I'm the Dean of Arcana here at the college. Could you just shut the door, please? Thank you. What brings you here? It sounds serious. After uh, the Dean sits down, Ember will follow suit and take a breath and just, I do apologize for the commotion. Um, we've had a long day of no success and I guess I kind of lost my temper a bit. But um, we here are Courier Team 42. We were sent to bring the um, to bring the taxes to the Queen of the White Forest. And Courier Team 43 stole it and murdered one of our compatriots. We have tracked them down to this location. We have seen them. Uh, one of them has a horse stabled in the college stables. Uh, we watched one of we watched the dwarf come towards this building, and we've had no success in trying to figure out why they are here or who they are really, since obviously being couriers was just a facade to them. Um, here they are. These are the people that we're looking for. It is urgent that we track them down as they are guilty of high treason and murder and theft. Though that kind of ties in with the whole treason thing and Ember starts kind of trailing off and, and looking a little unsure of themselves. Um, are you providing the pictures? Are you Yes, yes, right, that was okay. the, here they are. Was, I, I figured it probably wasn't. Um, yeah. Professor Renard uh, leans forward and pulls, out, pulls the pictures closer and spreads them out in front of herself and says, so you're a, a guild from the forest? Um, not from the forest, but that's where we came from last and where we were headed to when we were apprehended by these people. But you are some kind of guild, yes? From yes. Eisenbrook, yes. Ah, I see, in Brunelland. That, that does make... Yes, we see those couriers now and then. The, the Queen's tribute, uh, that must have been a substantial amount. And they have threatened to kill my entire village and family. The, these people have? We do... No. Um, the, the Queen's... Um, oh, I see. Steward has threatened to kill... My entire family and village, if we do not track down well, that's, these people. I see why you're upset, my dear. Do you, Ember do you nods know? and kind of starts to tear up. It, it must have been a substantial amount of treasure you were carrying. Quite. Yes. It was hidden in a bag of holding, but 
they obviously knew what it was. She taps her chin. So, if they were working for someone here, it would have to be someone who had need of a large sum. Perhaps someone who felt the college was not funding them appropriately. Do you have any ideas? I'm afraid I do. I... If if you find your um, well, these people's employer, what do you intend to do with them? Well, you forgive me, but you don't seem as if you're officially um, you're not in crown employer or anything. This is more of a off your own bat sort of investigation. If we oh. found if we found evidence that they were doing this, would they come to justice under your watch? Yes. Then we'd leave them to you. Well, we'd leave their employer to you. These yeah, three we will be taking back to... Four. No. Well, yeah, I, four. Unless they are citizens or, or enrolled here, I would not believe we had any authority over these individuals. But if they're working for a member of the college, then commission of murder would be very serious and we would treat it as such. Good. Can I make an insight check on this lady? You can. Please do. Fifteen? Mm-hmm. Definitely has an air of wanting to keep things quiet and smooth things over, but definitely also seems honest that she has some idea of who this might be. Okay. I would, I would, I would appreciate your not compounding murder with murder. Of course. In, in particular, anyone who is the college's responsibility, if you were to kill them, I would have to treat that as, as a murder by yourself. We understand. These individuals, uh, a murder within the city would still be rather serious, even between foreigners. However, if you were to um, encourage them to leave with you, I'm sure that could be um, overlooked. Not for us to keep track of foreigners' friendships and who they choose to travel with. Thank you. As for the gold, uh, and if you find it, then of course, please reclaim it. But it, uh, you might find it's no longer within the city. It may have been spent or moved on. Yes. Unfortunately, that was our suspicion. Um, but if we could bring back the people who stole it, the steward has um, informed us that that would be sufficient replacement as tribute. I see. Of course, the college does have substantial funds. Now, I'm not, I'm not empowered to uh, just hand them out, of course, but uh, a loan could potentially be arranged. If, if you were to um, make it known to the steward when you return to her, we are willing to help. That's mighty generous. I never would have expected such an offer. As I say, it, it would it would most likely be a loan, but uh, if if it, if gold is needed in a hurry, we may be able to pull it together. Is this team trying to loan shark the white forest? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, Rilla is going to stand from where from one of the chairs he was sitting in, uh, and sort of gesture at the door, 
I think we can discuss the finer points of this after we have uh, tracked down the person. Of course, I, I wouldn't expect you to be making that of? kind of arrangement yourselves. That, that would be for our discussion with the forest. Just if you would do me the favour of carrying the message back with me. Appreciate it. We will. Now, please sit. Let's, let's, let's focus on, as you say, the, the, the matter at hand. I do not keep a very close eye on, on the comings and goings of, of visitors. Many of the faculty have people in and out all the time. So none of these faces especially rings a bell. But she leans back in her chair, puts her hands on the arms. There are certain members of this faculty who feel that their research is not given the weight it deserves and who might seek other sources of funding for certain expeditions. Certain expeditions? Mm. Archaeology costs money. We are a college of magic. Well, there is the Faculty of Arts, but in the Faculty of Arcana, we have a focus. There are certain no longer professors, but certain individuals of a more purely mechanical bent who feel that their own interests are unfairly overlooked. You will refrain from killing him, won't you? We'll do our best. I think you should speak to Dr. Isambar. And where might we find this Dr. Isambar? Probably drinking with his students. Hmm. Classy fella. Rill raises both eyebrows. Any idea where he would be drinking? The Lock and Key, I believe, is his preferred haunt. Just across the river. Excellent. He's uh, about my height. Dark skin. Puffy black hair. Dresses a little down. But if you ask for him by name, I'm sure he'll answer it. Now, I, I don't guarantee that he's in any way involved, but he is the member of my faculty most likely to be looking for ready cash in a hurry. Thank you for your help. I, I wish you good luck. I'm sorry you find yourself in this situation. Thank you. Uh, if there's anything I can do, please... Um, I am often very busy during the days, but if you leave a message with the front desk, they will, uh, they will see it reaches me. I'll keep that in mind. And after glancing around, Ember will uh, start to head out. Yeah. She will basically sort of usher you back towards the, the antechamber and return to whatever it was she was doing. The um, halfling Jürgen, the original porter, has reclaimed his station behind the counter and is looking furiously at you but like from under his eyebrows like he doesn't want to look up he's just actually is watching it all right well um i'm gonna pause to just uh look at the porter sincerely and i am sorry for my behavior it's been an emotional sort of day and i think i got a bit carried away which you didn't deserve well Professor Renard doesn't seem too angry about it. Go on, go on. And I will, in fact, go on. 
a trick. You have not seen any dwarves coming and going in the time that this has taken, but it has only been the length of that conversation. So. All right, we'll head outside and, and catch trick up on all that we've learned. And then I think we'll head across the river, yeah? Yep. Okay, so you head, you head um, back out into the town. Um, you will be able to find the pub you've been directed to with a bit of asking around, so I'm not going to make you roll for it because I feel like failing that roll would just lead to boringness. Cool. Um, so you, you are able, with some asking around, to locate the lock and key. Um, it is labelled in halfling. So Rill does not realise you have found the lock and key. There is a, a quiet hubbub coming out. There is lamplight spilling out of the doors. It looks very cosy. It's half timbered. Uh, it only has one story, which is quite common for halfling buildings. It, you would guess that um, in addition to the, the beer cellar, there is probably some you know, actual space, some rooms underground. It's a very common way for them to build. It is once again a bit of a squeeze, especially for Trick, to get through the door. But it is possible. You do attract attention when you walk in just based on two fairly large humans, a purple-haired elf and a drow, have just walked into a halfling pub. <laughs> and it's not like you're not allowed to be in there, but you are unusual. Right, it's definitely like a local... It, it Yeah. It doesn't look like this is a tourist pub. This isn't a fancy place. It it looks perfectly nice. It doesn't look like this is a dive. But this is a place that is catering to the same clientele week after week. And everyone's very comfortable. There are quite a lot of young faces, probably students. Are there any unusually large people hanging around, apart from us? Apart from you... Um, not immediately obvious, no. That's fair. Can we look for the uh, good doctor? Yeah. Uh, roll me a perception check. Good. Can I perceive as well? You may also perceive. Dirty uh, 20. I might be 21. You both spot him, or at least you both spot a halfling gentleman matching the description you were given. He is sitting in a corner. He does indeed have dark skin and puffy dark hair, which is is in, in an afro out around his head. He's got, got a short, neat goatee. And he is nursing a pint in the company of someone slightly longer. She's got a, a ginger, like a pixie cut, and is still wearing uh, fingerless leather work gloves. And they've got their heads quite close together talking. They're sitting um, in a little corner booth. Rill is going to catch Trick's arm before they charge over there. How I'm gonna catch Ember's <laughs> arm too? <laughs> Listen, he only he has two hands. He can just catch both of them and hope Alicia <laughs> doesn't just like go wolfing off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, really we're not going to go over there and start start something right off the bat this time. We're going to think about this. I am very offended that it's me who gets who's that I'm getting this lecture. Oh, he's I, lecturing both I'm of them. The peace, peacemaker. Uh huh. Yeah, you're also four feet taller than them, so you might be a little intimidating if you just stomp over there. This seems ideal. I'm thinking we go over with a drink in hand mm -hmm. and surround him. Mm -hmm. While one of us sits down at the table 
with the drink, offer him the drink, and maybe, say maybe that we need intimidating to him. Maybe intimidating him is not the way to go, perhaps? We could try flattery. Flattery? We've heard such interesting things about your work, Doctor, and, well, it doesn't seem like the college is giving you any of the due that you're owed. You know, that sort of thing. Flattery. Is that the sort of thing you're good at? Because I don't think that I can pretend to flatter this person who has caused the murder of a friend when I so desperately just want to punch him in also, the face. I, I really think I really think that being surrounded by four people twice as four heavily armed people twice his size will probably get him to crack. He doesn't seem like a very um, you know a very hardened criminal. It always wolf out a little bit, just enough for him to see. But we don't we don't want a room full of people thinking we're assaulting a man. For reference, there are about 30 people in this on the ground floor of this pub. So, yes, we don't want all of these people thinking we're the bad guys. We know that if we cracked them now, we'd be doing the right thing, getting the information quicker. But every single one of those people could go out and call the guards or draw their weapons on us or anything else. I'm not saying, so, I'm not saying we actually do violence to you. I'm just saying that we'll probably be pretty willing to assist. Also, Ember, do you speak Elvish? Yeah. Oh, good. So we can have our conversations in Elvish, largely. Yep. Common oh. Elvish halfling. Fantastic. I feel like I feel like we can be assumed that all of our secret conversations in the city are in Elvish. Well, henceforth in English. In, in, in Elvish. Yeah. English. <laughs> not in English, not in English. <laughs> English. English is a is a low quality fist rap for common. Hmm. I, I will henceforth assume you are speaking Elvish when you are trying not to be heard. Common is definitely just the language that the Imperium left behind, right? Much like English, that is certainly one of the root languages of common. <laughs> Halfling is actually one of the other contributed a lot to the the variant of common that you are speaking. So while Rill doesn't speak Halfling, you do recognize like some of the words sound familiar. Hmm. So perhaps flattering him enough to at least persuade him to follow us somewhere that is not in broad view of uh, you know two dozen people, and then intimidating him might work in our favor more. Okay, so you want I should wait in a darkened alley or something? I'm not really used to this sort of cloak and dagger stuff. How good are you at persuading people to do things? Um, I'm good at persuading people personally, but this feels less like persuading and more like lying. I've gotten several children to eat their vegetables. No matter how bitter the vegetables were. <laughs> Good. Then the last decade or so, yeah. You'll persuade and lie to him. And then when we get him alone, you can intimidate him. Okay. All right. Man, I wish he had someone who's great at deceiving and flattering people. <laughs> <laughs> so does Rill, because it's not him. <laughs> you sure you can't cross resurrection? <laughs> I mean, like... Technically, mechanically, Ember is good at 
is good at deception and great at persuasion, but mm -hmm. they're also very emotional about this. And uh, this this is the best way to get your revenge with the fewest other complications. I would love to go over there and smash his head onto the table, but we can't. I don't want to smash his head into the table. I just want to, you know, talk persuasively with him surrounded for extra uh -huh. persuasion. Uh-huh. All right. What, is, what does Lucia think of all of this? I just want to scare him, I think. <laughs> okay. You will be part of the circle of intimidation, I think. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. We'll let Ember lead the way, and we'll follow them over to uh, the, the doctor's date. Okay. Does this mean we're going with team scarily persuade, or does this mean I am supposed to pretend to appreciate his work? I think we can go with scarily persuade. I don't think you Yay. can. Uh, I, I don't. Not that I don't believe in you, but I think that would be asking a bit much. Cool. I will. I will stop to get uh, a round of drinks for everyone, including. Of cool. course, it does. It's it's very um, heavy ale. Probably very nutritious. Um. So I will give everyone their drinks and then walk over to the table with my drink and a drink for. Uh, Dr. Isambard. Isambard? Okay. Isambard, yeah. Isambard. Um, and just slide... Is it benches or... Um, like? So he and the other halfling, they are... Because they're in a little booth, um, they are sort of sat on the two sides of the corner of... Mm -hmm. They're on um, padded benches against the wall. There are also some chair there's a couple of chairs also around this table and more space on on the benches but they are sat on two sides of the corner um with their heads together over some papers okay which appear to have very technical diagrams on them i will pull one of the chairs immediately next to uh the end of the booth that uh dr isambard is yeah yeah and uh hand over a drink and just be like, Dr. Isambard! Um, he looks up at you in, like, genuine startle, like, was concentrating and, uh, hello? A little bit of a chat. And I would like to look at his friend and just, do you mind? She looks at you and kind of reaches for her own drink and takes a sip. Something wrong? gonna pull out the pictures of uh courier team 43 and do you recognize these folks um they, they both share a look of look looking befuddled and take a look at your pictures and isambard very promptly kind of purses his lips shakes his head no don't think so should i my voice is very cracky today they're not nearly as nervous as they sound <laughs> Uh, do I believe him? Roll an insight check. That's a 19. There was not a flicker of recognition. Damn it. 
Mm. Wrong person to intimidate, damn. He can slice the papers back across the table, um, glances at his companion, looks up at you, um, at all of you, looks, there's a funny expression where he looks at Rill. You don't come up from beneath, have you? Yes, I have. Why? I just always wondered what. I know there's the old battlefield down right beneath us. So always wanted to have a look. Is there an entrance near here? Yes. I would have thought. But that's what I meant. Didn't you come up through it? Not that locally, no. I didn't think there was one closer. Mm. Well, there they used to be a little drow, drow town under our feet, but not since the war. Hmm. Oh, it's Hammerdeep's got the really interesting thing. So I've heard. You know they had a boat lift? Love to get my eyes on that boat lift. Ember looks thoroughly confused and unsure. But who who are these that you're looking for anyway? Are the students are... of mine? <laughs> I would have recognized them. Um I push back a Bropsy and I say, I'm going to go check on I'm going to go check on the horse. And I take off, and once I hit the street, I'm running. Okay. Um, Sorry to split the party again. No, that's fine. There are a group of people who we were under the impression might be in your employ. My employ? <laughs> I don't have any funding. Yes, that was, that was the, uh, the reason. They've stolen quite a bit, and... That includes a life. Um, the expression goes from joking to kind of shocked. Ember, Alusha, perhaps we should... Rill tilts his head towards the door. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. You're not local, so who, who told you that I would be involved in something like that? I don't blame you. You were clearly pointed in my direction by someone. We heard that you might not be happy with your funding <laughs> the college doesn't doesn't take my work very seriously but no we thought they hadn't we'd well forgive me but we had heard a little about you beforehand and well i was surprised to hear that myself but well, they, they you... do say academia is cutthroat but uh i've never taken it literally well as much as i would Love to talk shop with you. I do think we have to be going if you don't no, no, have no, any I, information. I would like to know who has been slandering me. I don't feel at liberty to say. Um, it was told to us in confidence. I'm sure you understand. Uh, look, my, my desire to have the college take mechanical work more seriously is... is an open secret, but accusing me of, of setting up thefts and hiring mercenaries is, and having people killed is going a little far for faculty politics. I would like to know who you, put me in a position to be accosted by heavily armed people, please. If I tell you, can you promise not to... Seek retribution until after we've left. Rill's going to start <laughs> heading out the door. I like you. That's a very specific and limited request. Yes, I will promise that. 
It was the Dean that told us. Do you think perhaps she had a reason that she might lie to us? Do you think maybe she hired them and she was trying to point us in the wrong direction? He exchanges a glance with his drinking companion and she kind of nods and downs the rest of her drink. And he looks back at you. I've... I wouldn't accuse the Dean of anything. But... but I'm glad to know that she would. When this is all over, if you do fancy going on a little trip, I could use some um, someone experienced with the underneath. Quite seriously. But deal with this first. This is clearly more important. All right. We can find you here if we come back this way after this is done. Or... Uh... Send me a message. I'm, I'm based in the faculty building with the rest. You can just find me in my office during the day. Very good. And I think it's time for us to go. Yes. Uh, right. Good luck. Okay, well, we will cut to Trick, who has taken off at a run. He's there for a couple of minutes ahead of the rest of you. Where are you taking off to? Uh, the stables, where the uh, dwarfs, um, whatever her name was, Oriana? Oriana, yeah. Oriana. Back up to the tower. Yeah, because I was sort of starting to get the feeling of we have been sent away. Mm-hmm. Oh, she certainly was very generous. Yeah. Um, it will take you even at a run, it will take you a couple of minutes to get up there. You know, it's probably sure. probably gonna be a five minute run. It's slightly mm-hmm. uphill. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see even from a distance that the bright unnatural light from that window at the top of the tower is still pulsing and you're you, you're pretty sure that, that was where the the dean stuck her head out of but that's that same office sure at the top of the tower i don't think that really means anything to me it's a wizard tower there's some wizard lights cool that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> my color is plus zero i mean yeah fair but yes, it, it looks like the Dean is back at work. That would be what you would glean. That's fine. You obviously, you know, you're a heavily armed human running through the city, mm-hmm. but no one tries to stop you. There's just a certain amount of muttering as you pass. I mean, momentum wouldn't be on their side. <laughs> yeah, no one, is, no one is playing chicken with you because in this scenario, they are the cyclists and you are the bus. Mm-hmm. You therefore make it back up the hill to the, the tower and its associated stables. Uh, after about five minutes with no one trying to stop you. Um, mm. it, is, it is now dark. Uh, it's probably based on time you took to find where you were going. It's, a, it's probably 30, 40 minutes since you left. Yeah. I'm really just running up to the stables to make sure the horse is still there. On the basis, the horses are very valuable, and they're unlikely to abandon them if they don't have to. Mm-hmm. You run up to the front of the line of stalls and and down to where the horse should be and there is no horse and the stable hand who you spoke to earlier is whistling a little tune and sweeping out that stall the dwarf oriana how long did she come through Uh, 10 minutes seemed in a hurry i bet her friends with her at least i think they were her friends all ridden no just the one was she leading the horse or riding it riding Okay. Um, Didn't say where they were going. Said they probably wouldn't be back. I bet they won't. What's the fastest way out of the city from here? Straight down the road you came up. Turn 
be the east gate. So yeah, turn left. Just down. Sorry, start again. Down this road you came up over the bridge, then left along the line of the river, more or less, and then slightly uphill to the gate. That'll put you on the road out towards the coast. Okay, great. And I'm back to running on the basis of excellent. I will now intersect with my friends if they follow me. <laughs> Which we didn't. Or we tried to because Trick was ahead of us and quite fast. Okay. We'll probably meet each other. You, yeah, there wasn't a huge gap between you. Um, but I would like someone to to roll, I think this would be perception, to figure out which way Trick ran. Because there were a couple of them for you. I mean, Trick did say that I they were yeah. going to run to check on the horses. Did you? Yeah, yeah I did very much so. In which case, that's fine. Yeah, you are, you are just heading in the same direction and you will be able to find each other because I'm assuming you're take, both taking the most sensible and direct route. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you, you will meet around, um, probably around the bank of, of the river, around the bridge. Ah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I would really love to go back to my lodgings and get on my horse, but there is no way in hell that I can ride a horse bareback like this. No. So I guess we're running. I will literally, like, as I intersect you, I will just be, like, gesturing, turn around, turn around, we're going this way. And I'll kind of fill you in along the way. And we'll fill you in as well. Hmm. Okay, so your horse and Arvid are back at your inn. Yep. You are all heavily armed, yep. and you are in, in immediate and hot pursuit of some evildoers, and I think we'll pick it up there. I would like to hand them with a less than lethal sword. Do you have a less than lethal sword? I've got a sword that's only sharp if you swing it one way. And as we all know, blunt force trauma is perfectly safe. We are not following Batman rules. <laughs> 